I am Kevin Drake with Sports Matters, and you're going to hear from Matt Burt in just a moment to cover this excellent Super Bowl matchup we got coming up. Tom Brady, the all-time great versus the city of brotherly love. That's going to be a great game, so we're going to touch on that. But first, a UCI sports update. Congratulations to the men's basketball team for defeating Cal Poly. That was a really nice win. Tommy Rutherford just went off 28 points and double-double. He's just amazing. It's one of my favorite players on the team, but I love what they're doing. And then on the ladies' side, they kind of came up short at Cal Poly, 79-76, but they are playing so well this year. They are playing just phenomenal defense. It's great team orient basketball they're only getting better game by game yes i know they dropped the game against cal poly that was a tough one for them but they did bounce back and defeated hawaii 70 to 66 so the ladies are sitting 11 and 8 they still have a nice winning record with the big west conference and yes they will get another crack at cal poly when they come back here at the bren center and speaking of the bren center tomorrow night the men's will be hosting uc riverside and that'll be at 7 p.m so come on down and support our men's basketball team and also the women's basketball team but right now i am going to switch over because i know you all want to hear what matt and i had to say about championship sunday this is sports matters i'm kevin drake i'm matt burt wow this is the first time where i've introduced myself yes where, where i've actually like you haven't been like how are you Matt? where i've and, and i'm matt burt and this is the weather <laughs> i'm more courteous now yeah it's okay I'll, I'll take it any way i can get it you know Boy, this was an exciting day. Now we know who the Super Bowl matchups are. The New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles. What? And it's rocking in this studio here. I know. They're super amped up. I guess it's some Eagles fans in the lobby playing some, some Euro trap, something. I don't know what's going on, but I'm super excited for this Super Bowl upcoming because it's the two best teams in the NFL. It is. By it, far. It is. Two best teams in the NFL. I agree. It, the Eagles front four, I mean, like Fletcher Cox has been unbelievable. He had an unbelievable game. But I think it's more impressive that we had a 100% guarantee that a Jeff Fisher quarterback on the Rams is going to a Super Bowl. I think that's the more impressive fact right there because you, you look at Gase Keenum and you look at Nick Foles. And they're True. both in the NFC Championship. And you get this now. I'll take it back in time. I remember when Jeff Hostetler took over for Phil Simms towards the end of the season in 1990. And, and mind you, the 49ers were back-to-back champions. They were 14-2 and in a regular season. They defeated the Giants in the regular season, so they had home field advantage. Fast forward, it's in the NFC Championship game, and Jeff Hostetler played a great game, well enough for them to win. Similar to what Nick Foles did with the Philadelphia Eagles, because both in similarities is that the Giants and the Eagles had very similar defenses. They had a very, very good defense. you got to have a very good defense to stop Joe Montana and uh, they stopped the three-peat Giants did it back in 1990. And I see a lot of similarities with this, where you have a backup quarterback that's playing well enough. He led him to the Super Bowl. And he was 49 of 63, 598 yards, and three touchdowns with no interceptions in both of these games to lead him to the Super Bowl. Well, that's completing what? 78% of your passes. That is crazy. And you know what? We've seen Tom Brady go in another Super Bowl at the age of 40. This is crazy, okay? But, I mean... He, the fact is, is he's played 16 seasons in the NFL. Yes. He went to the Super Bowl. This is his eighth appearance in the Super Bowl, which means, let me make sure my math is correct. Oh, yeah, that's 50% of the time he goes to the Super Bowl. 50% of the time he goes to the Super Bowl in any given. That is 75% that he's 
you know, on his way into the Super Bowl. I know. Seven straight AFC championship games. I mean, he's probably about 80% in the AFC championship game. That's impressive. That's unprecedented. Unprecedented. We never see that. We never seen that. Seven straight AFC championships. And now he's in this eighth Super Bowl appearance with Coach Belichick. He Unbelievable. It doesn't matter who's on that team. As long as you got Coach Belichick and the greatest of all time and quarterback Tom Brady, that's all you need. I mean, it's amazing. This is just awesome seeing this in our time. We're seeing the greatest ever evolve in our lifetime. The people around Tom Brady, let's just look at that. We're so clutch in the postseason. Just so clutch. I mean, Danny Amendola today was unbelievable. Unbelievable job by him, too. And the guys that you know are the big feature players during the regular season, I mean, for the Patriots, it's always the guy that you don't expect in the playoffs. James White. I mean, you try Kogan. All these guys that are not the main feature people, they're not the Gronkowski. You know, they're not the big guys on offense, but yet they continue to just get the job done. And in the playoffs, no less, the clutch gene is rampant in New England. It's just rampant. They, all the players on their team have the clutch gene. They have what it takes in clutch time. And I think Tom Brady is the best quarterback of all time. Well, this is what I saw out of the game. I saw the Patriots were trailing 20-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter. And I saw Tom Brady walking up and down the sideline, firing up his offense, firing up his team. And that's just like a fearless leader. Like, we're going to win this game. We're going to win this game. We're all right. got to pick it up. What did they do? They scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter with those names that you mentioned, Amadola. Hey, Amadola. You know, Julian Edelman, I get those guys so confused. I, they're ba- I mean, like, yeah. they're pretty much the, the same, same player. kind of player, yeah. And to score those two touchdowns, put them up, and then once they got the lead, that's what a great team does. It got you in the chokehold. You know, it's one of those things where Jacksonville, you need to slug it out with them. You got to slug it out with the champs because they're going to be coming out swinging. You saw really, what happened with I, I really don't even think that they tried to play it safe either. Yeah. I mean, I think on offense, they were taking risks down the field. They got exactly what they wanted with the ball with two minutes left. And Blake Bortles a chance to win the game. Right. And at the end on that fourth down play, he threw a nice pass, but an even better defensive play by Stephon Gilmore. That was a hit unreal vertical. And the Patriots are known to do that. Down. And those clutch plays, like you mentioned earlier, it's doing the right thing and the clutch wins the game. And the whole game, we saw in the very first three quarters, they were getting to Tom Brady. The defensive line for the Jaguars was getting to Tom Brady. And then in the fourth quarter, they just couldn't get to him. If you can get to Tom Brady and you can run the ball, I mean, you have a good chance of beating the Patriots. And I said a good chance. I didn't say great. I didn't say amazing. Like, that's how good they are. You know, it, it shows you the fact that, you know, you have to do all these intangibles and play a perfect game of football. And no, when you get to the fourth quarter in a tight game, you really got to slug it out with them. If you want to win the championship, you got to take it from them. And the last two years has proved anything. No lead is safe with Tom Brady. No lead is safe. He's so good. Hands down, we're witnessing something that won't come around you know, for a while. Exactly. As as this whole Patriots dynasty is done. There's not going to be a dynasty for a while in the NFL. Although, who knows? That's just my crystal there, ball, you know. There could be – there's there's going to be dynasties, you know, defined as this is the probably one of the greatest dynasties, how long it's lasted. Eight Super Bowls, 50% of the time they're in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just an amazing stat. That's just, just an incredible stat. And, and not You're right. We'll ago, never see a run like this. Not too long ago, they were saying the Seahawks were the dynasty. I mean, 
come on. But then we're all fooled. We're all fooled. We're all fools fooled gold because the truth is New England was the dynasty all along. I know. And, you know, they took a brief little period where they, they struggled for a little bit. They couldn't get to the, the next level. And then they had some turn. Tom Brady's an impressive quarterback. And, you know, New England, with that, you know, before going into the playoffs, I'm sure you heard about all the drama that they were having. Sure. Do you think they still have drama right now? Think there's drama going on? Media is always going to be trying to find that that next story, that hot story, whatever the good gossip is, because people love their gossip. They just love it. They love dirty laundry. If there's something out there, they're going to want to know. Like, oh, did you hear what so-and-so did? The Patriots are fine. Bill yeah. Belichick is not going to leave. Although I, I think that them, if as a Patriots fan, I'd be a little bit more mad about them trading Jimmy Garoppolo. But you have Tom Brady, and you know he's going to play for hopefully another three seasons or more at this rate. You know what I'm saying? Like at the, his ability to play, he's still an amazing quarterback. And he's 40. Well, it's like the owner, Robert Kraft, said. He says they will meet at the end of the season, hopefully after if they win the Super Bowl. He says, check the egos at the door, and we're going to work this thing out. It does happen. And you know, you're having a lot of success because you saw it happen in Dallas with Jimmy Johnson when he won back-to-back Super Bowls, and he was butting heads with Jerry Jones, and, and so he went his way. Because you uh-huh. could have only imagined if he stayed, they could have three-peat. That could have been another opportunity for a team to three-peat. Well, Jimmy Johnson wanted to go fishing more than anything. I think he had, he had First, a big he had heart to, for that. Still, he had to do those extends commercials. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I give oh, it up to man. him. I love Jimmy Johnson. He's such a great coach, a he's, legendary coach. He's got gray hair, too. The yeah. man has some gray hair. Um, but, yeah, in terms of, of the Patriots and, and their dynasty, where is that rank for you? Is it better than, you know, the Niners? Is it better than the Steelers? It's just so hard to say. Where, where do you rank them? As far as longevity and the way the game is played today, number one. Number one? But, you know, I can't knock out what the Steelers did because they won four Super Bowls in six years and it, with that steel curtain defense. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. pretty extraordinary. That, I mean, you talk about a dynasty. That was, that was a dynasty. Very similar to what the Patriots did earlier in the 2000s. But, look, now back end of Tom Brady's career, they're ramping up those championships again. And, yes, the 49ers, you know, that dynasty lasted a decade. And, and they were going up against some really tough teams, New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys, the Bears. The Bears. They also did it with two quarterbacks. Right. Which, I mean – you have Steve Young sitting on the bench, a Hall of Famer. That's a pretty good team right there. And I would say the Patriots are probably the best dynasty that we've seen. I mean, 16 years, 50% of the time you're going to the Super Bowl. 50% of the time going to the big the dance, the big game, the global game. The, the global game, the most watched football game of the year. And it's probably mostly Americans, but every American oh, is tuned in. And most Americans <laughs> yeah. are using it as an excuse to eat some junky food and drink. So what a great and, matchup coming up. So yeah, I think it's it's going to be a fun matchup because, you know, I was kind of... It's a rematch. It is a rematch. A little bit, you know, well, in the future. The only two are the same as Coach Belichick, quarterback Tom Brady. The entire Philadelphia Eagles is a new regime. I don't think there's any player from that left nope. over from that team in any facet. <laughs> I don't think so either. But at the same time, you have to look at this as the new team that's coming in, and this defense is incredible. You have the yes. two, in my opinion, the two smartest football players Offensive and defensive, the two smartest football players are on the field. And that's Malcolm Jenkins for the Eagles, and that's Tom Brady for the Patriots. Yes. It's two of the geniuses of football players. I'm not saying football coaches because there's a lot of genius football coaches out there. 
but it's the two smartest players battling against each other. And like I was alluding to before, a defense and the ability to run the ball, you can beat the Patriots, but yes. you have to be perfect. You can't turn over the ball. You got to run it. That's you got the, the defense to slow them down. Hey, look, Jacksonville played a great game today. Played great defense. They had an opportunity to win a game in the end. They only held the Patriots to 24 points. That's, that's still that's pretty good. It, but the thing is, is in the fourth quarter, they got one-dimensional. Yes. And that's kind of where, you know, if you can't run the yeah. ball against them, you're Three. not going to. You have to take the ball out of Tom Brady's hands. That's Three why Three punts and a turn over on downs was the fourth quarter for Jacksonville. And and you know if Blake Bortles who was under pressure with that one ball on that fourth down just a little bit higher. This That's goes, tough this when you're different uh, but it is not it was just an incredible play by Gilmore just an unbelievable and that's how it goes you know I mean. Yeah when you have a jailbreak blitz going on you're going to get rid of the ball fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to just it quick. It's going to mess with your accuracy. But he <laughs> did an certain. unbelievable job. I know I was I was not very high on him going into the play. I was like it's Blake Bortles. The last three games of the season, he's turned over the ball. He did actually a not bad job in the playoffs in general. He didn't turn over the ball. He did a great job today throwing for over, I forget how many yards he threw. I think he threw for over 301 touchdowns. So that's a really good job. I mean, he did yes. exactly what they needed them to. And then you had Leonard Fournette with a great, you know, 78 yards and one touchdown. He did exactly what they wanted them to. And the defense gets, gets some credit in the first three quarters, but at the same time, it's Tom Brady. There's just something about him. So I'm raving about it. But in terms of the preview for this upcoming Super Bowl, it's going to be, be good great. The be city good of brotherly love versus the Chowderheads. <laughs> chowder. I like Philadelphia. You know, I like Philadelphia and this whole season. I've liked them. I love them when they got JGI. They already had a pretty decent run game, and then you add, in my opinion, a, a solid running back. They have a three-headed monster back there. And then they had a quarterback that was a uh on the verge of probably winning the MVP, and he got injured, and then Nick Foles steps up, you know, the Jeff Hostetler, so to speak, and has led Philadelphia to a Super Bowl. And I think it's just an amazing feat by Nick Foles, and he's just doing a great job just yes. managing that offense and just keeping the offense as it is, you know, not changing things up. They're, they're getting aggressive, and they're taking their shots as well. I they mean, they took several shots in this game. Their offensive line has been good. There, there are a lot of blue-collar people on that team. They're blue-collar offensive line. They're just they're just tough as nails. Like Lane Johnson, the right tackle, has been tough as nails. You see him with that. They've wore the underdog mask. Everyone's rallying behind them. The whole season they were the best team. And it's you know, it's part of, of the reason is because they had so much balance. You look at their wide receiver core. Alishon Jeffries, the big guy on the outside. You can throw jump balls to him. You got the inside slot receiver, Nelson Aguilar. You got the deep threat in Torrey Smith. There's so many weapons that they have. They're running backs. They got yeah. the speed running back in Jay Ajayi. They got the power running back in Lou Garrett Blunt. And they got the mystery back that you can kind of but see. But you know who their secret ingredient is? Who? You said his name. Lou Garrett Blunt. Yeah, Garrett Blunt. He yeah. played on the Patriots. He won a Super Bowl with the Patriots. He knows how they think. Who's going to better prepare the defense of the Philadelphia Eagles? Lou Garrett Blunt. All right, no. It's going to be a great matchup. And he's got a high football IQ. These two teams that are in the Super Bowl right now have extremely high football IQs, but you're going against the greatest of all time and high football IQ. So you got to really plan out your game plan, prepare for just about everything, but stay relaxed, stay calm, stay within your game. I think Philadelphia has a chance to win the Super Bowl. Of course, we're America. We love the underdogs. I love the underdogs. But it's amazing what New England is doing. It just amazes me. I'm just dumbfounded. Just like, just, they're just automatic. 
There's just some people that are just so much more competitive. And he's doing it at age 40. At 40, he just doesn't want to lose. I don't think he can stand losing. That's what I enjoy most. When I saw him on the sideline, that was probably one of my favorite moments in the game. When he was there firing up his teammates down the sideline, I just love that competitive fire. It's just, he's so focused. When it's game on, everything else is blocked out. He's focused on what he needs to do, what the team needs, If you got, and he'll fire them up. If you get to ask Tom Brady one question, what would you ask him? Wow. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you what I could ask him. Do you like not losing? Do you like the feeling of not losing or the feeling of winning more? Which one does he like more? Like, is it what drives him is kind of what I'm driving at because the, the man is the most competitive person I've ever seen. Did you see his eyes? When he threw that touchdown pass to Amendola, I was like, whoa. There was something there. There's like a little shimmer. There was just like fire coming you know out of his You know what I'd ask him? I'd ask him this. You have five Super Bowl championships to fit on each finger on your hand. Are you trying to win five more Super Bowls to fit the other hand? Uh, <laughs> he's going for a six. six Pete. Yeah. He's going for six. You know, then that. And a repeat. And you think about it. Then this team will have an opportunity to do a three-peat, which has yet to been done in the Super Bowl era. I know. That is a 49ers were the last thing. chance to do it. I mean, obviously, the Patriots, but they didn't. I don't think they made the playoffs that year or they lost in between their Super Bowl run, 2001. I think 2002, they lost to the Raiders. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And then Raiders they went on their good. repeat year, and then 2005 wasn't so good a year for them. Hey, but speaking of the Raiders, I mean, they got John Gruden back and Chucky. I, yeah, <laughs> Chucky. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah. look for them, and I'm excited for next year's football season already to see all these different changes that are coming out the coaching position. And Tom Brady's still coming back, and we still haven't even finished this one. And Mari side oh, for the no. next one. We don't want to jump ahead, but it's going to be a great Super Bowl. I'm just curious what the Super Bowl line is. Yeah, now, I don't, I don't promote gambling, but it's the most heavily bet upon game. I know. Isn't that kind of crazy? Imagine being the odds makers for that. What goes through their minds? How do they determine this stuff? That I would. That that's what I would love to know. To me, this is going to be a great game, even if it's a blowout. The, the, the Super Bowl day is great because you get to eat junky food, and then the day after the Super Bowl, you're like, oh, man. Because what I remember from last year's Super Bowl, it was pretty much, you know, Atlanta was pouring in all the first three quarters, and almost like it kind of almost lulled you to sleep a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you start to see the fire spark on the New England side, the sense of urgency, and then they just start pouring it on in the fourth quarter. They're like, okay, if you're going to beat us, we're going down swinging, and before you know it, it's going into overtime. I just remember Tom Brady on the sideline in the second quarter, and them showing the face of that he made. He just has this look in his eyes. There's that certain people, burning desire to win. There's look. certain people that had just have that look in their eyes. Kobe's one of them. Yes. They just they have that look in Jordan. their eyes. Jordan too. They just know that they're going to win. They're going to do everything. There's like an interesting graph that I've seen. It's if when you're too stressed, your mind kind of shuts off. And then when you're too relaxed, your mind kind of shuts off as well. So you want to stay in the middle of that. Those people have mastered just being like straight line in the middle in terms of focus. Like they're the most focused athletes I've ever seen. So Tom Brady, when he threw that pass to Amandola, I swear there was something in his eyes that was just like Whoa. If you it's saw like the that, Dwight Clark catch. If you saw that on like a battlefield or something, I would be just scared. I'd be like, don't mess with that guy. Like, I mean, that was an exciting catch. Almost very similar to what Joe Montana when he went to his first Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game. Hitting Dwight Clark in the back of the end zone. This was just poetic. It was just so athletic. Tiptoe, boom. And how great. What a great play. Of a season it was for the Vikings. But the Minnesota Miracle, it was so great. And then they come into the next game and they, 34-7, to they look so good on that first drive. They look so good. And then 
Like, what happened from there? You know, I, I was really excited about Minnesota going in that game. Secretly, I was. You know what? I think also, Eagles, too. Though, you know, towards the end. You know, also coming Eagles. off a very emotional, the way they won last week, how exciting it was coming off the last play. I was afraid of that. Going to Philadelphia, which is a tough place to play, where they're 9-1, and one, by the way. To go in there, it's just going to be a tough feat, and they just got rolled. But like you said, Matt, all along, Philadelphia was the best team in the league. Even though the Vikings had the number one defense, Philadelphia was the best team. So we got to see the two best teams in the Super Bowl. And the crazy I love thing it. is, is the amount of injuries that the Philadelphia Eagles have had this season. And they're still this good. Are you kidding me? That is a team that, you know, you have to really watch out for. It's going to be a great Super Bowl. I said that last year, too. I know we were talking about the Super Bowl last year. I was like, this is going to be a great Super Bowl. It's too high talk. Well, it's just because we're excited. We're great football fans. We love Super Bowls. I love Super Bowls. So before before we depart, prediction. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles will win the Super Bowl, and I think that they will do it on a last-second field goal. Ooh. I concur. I think it's going to be a close game, exciting game, but ooh, right now, I'm going to go with the underdog, too. I'm yeah. going to go with the Eagles. Well, yeah, I'm, they, they have been the best team this whole year. The Patriots, the very beginning, they had a rocky start, but you know what? I mean, they're the Patriots. They just they get amped up for the postseason. They're not the best football team in the beginning of the year, but they're the best football team at the end of the year. You can just give that the blanket statement yep. for the Patriots seasons over the last eight times. I mean, they've never been the best team from beginning to end, besides the one year where they went undefeated yes. and lost, but they ended up still being a pretty good team during the regular season. And if David Tyree doesn't catch that ball on his helmet, who knows what happens? Six Super Bowls. It's just like if Jordan didn't retire, he would have had eight straight titles. Oh, I know. If he decided, I'm going to try to be the best at baseball. What? Michael, come on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our Sunday special. And then, well, next week will probably be a nice Super Bowl preview. But until then, all sports matters. Uh, I love Well, there's some bold predictions from Matt and I. Taking the Eagles. But I tell you what, I have a really special guest coming on next week from Boston, Massachusetts. He's been on Boston Radio. Mr. Nick Chester will be joining us next week, and we're going to have a really nice Super Bowl preview because I can't think of a more passionate fan all his life, New England Patriot fan, have him as a guest on our radio show. And then we can just tease them with the Philadelphia Eagles. But until then, you're listening to Sports Matters. You can catch us on SoundCloud, Sports Matters Radio Host. 